Are you the kind of person who cancels on birthday drinks with no shame? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's leave the freezer ajar overnight, grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Gents, before we get started, uh, Josh, we were just at Hungry Jack's. A lot of people overseas don't know what Hungry Jack's is. It's Burger King uh, here, but it's been renamed Hungry Jack's. And we were getting two. <laughs> we were getting two uh, meals, Whopper meals. Yeah, good uh, details here. Yeah. <laughs> Going to explain and- that as well. <laughs> So the whopper is you take a bun and there's meat in the middle. Anyway, we both and the girl behind the counter asked, "Do you want Coke for both drinks?" And I said, "Josh, do you just want Coke?" And I was and like, I "Yeah." Said, Coke, no sugar, and with no ice, please. Yeah. So she just um, typed in the order. Well, and th- is that actually how you said it? So this is the first thing. It's a very good point, Christian. Josh, I think he might have taken something on board from what we said a few patches ago about how he talks to retail staff. He was very, very oh, nice to go. her. Oh, very nice, nice to her. There was follow-up as well. But anyway. So how do you expect me to do it? Excuse me. Also, am I allowed to get stuck in <laughs> early, Dion? Of course you can, Christian. Coke with no sugar. Like, she has the choice to take the sugar out. It's the brand, you dickhead. <laughs> do you so, not know oh, Coke, no sugar? What do you mean, Coke, no sugar? Oh, my okay, God. Josh. Wait a second, Josh. There's three options for you here. There's Coke, there's Diet Coke, and there's Coke Zero. There's and, no- now, and now, new to the range is Coke No Sugar. Thank you, you so much. About. There's Coke No Sugar. Yeah, it's oh, just it's got replacing black- Zero. What? Yeah. Anyway, so I grabbed one of the Cokes and I sort of gave it a shake and it had ice in it. And the other one had ice in it as well. So Josh waited very calmly. I was very proud of him. Waited very, very calmly for the lady. What is the- this image you are painting of me? Some <laughs> reckless guy in a hungry jacket. With a fucking Coke. Josh, well, you painted of yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and, uh, and anyway, Josh said... Uh, very nicely, he said, um, I, I, I ordered this with no with no ice. Um, could you please replace it for me? Anyway, I sort of said to Josh, do you realize that I, I don't know why you're drinking this stuff? Why the hell are you drinking no, like, no sugar? It makes no difference. And Josh is like, no, because it's got no sugar in it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but it's got something in there to replace it. And Josh is like, no, 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 it doesn't. So you you think that it's, so Dion's argument is that regular Coke in terms of sugar content is just as bad as Coke no sugar. Is that what you're saying? So it's well, it obviously doesn't have as much sugar. Like like yeah, mate. Yeah, of course. But <laughs> of course. But do you understand the effect that artificial sweeteners have on your body as opposed to sugar? As but a natural it is, sweetener. It's all fucking artificial in that shit, mate. You think okay, so your your thinking now is that what they put into Coke no sugar is worse than what they put into regular Coke. Christian, help me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just getting comfortable then. <laughs> I think that I agree with Dion. Yes. What? I'm sorry, Josh. I would say that they're both equally as bad for very different reasons. And I don't think, and and I'm sorry to say this, guys, I don't think either of you need to be wrong here. I think we can all <laughs> walk away. I think we can all walk away from this uh, smiling and patting each other on the back because Aspartame, what they typically uh, put as an artificial sweetener. Has so had, Aspartame? Yeah, artificial sweetener 604 or something like that. I don't know. That's, that's Sorry, you said that with a lot of authority to follow up with. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's, no, aspartame is what they put in. That's the name of the artificial sweetener. Oh, wow. Right? And it's been linked as a carcinogen. 
Okay. So yes, that's is, right. It is Thank quite you. bad for you Thank to ingest. You. So Josh doesn't want sugar, but bloody what wants cancer, doesn't he? No, but you're saying that's in regular Coke Hang as on, well. Josh, 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 you're looking at me with a lot of fear in your eyes, like <laughs> you've never considered. So, so no. hang on. Did you did you actually think it's like I can't believe I'm getting away with this and why no, no one else drinks no, it? No, no, no. So Go on. <laughs> my, it's like if you're having something, maybe just take the lesser side of it. Yeah, it's bad for you, but maybe it's a little less bad yeah, for you. And, and I think I agree with Dion in that it's not the lesser of two evils here. They're both pretty evil, and in fact, I'd probably err on the side of the sugar because at least I'm you know. <laughs> I'd, because at least you know if they are using yep. a natural sugar, like a cane sugar, a refined cane sugar. But they're not. It's that- not natural in regular Coke anyway. They had Coke Life. It was an absolute failure. I love. <laughs> wait, 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 what was Coke Life? They had stevia in yeah, it. Yeah, stevia is yeah. a natural ingredient. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I bought it. Because it tasted like shit. But that's a different argument. Josh, you're arguing about argument. the validity of a, of a particular product existing on the But you're free saying about f- artificial sweeteners. It's probably in both of them, mate. Stevia is not artificial. There's other artificial stuff in there. I know Stevia is not artificial. I'm talking about regular Coke and Coke no sugar. Okay, so your argument is both a shit, but I'm going to have the one that doesn't have sugar in it. But the problem with artificial... Because it's less artific- shit. Because it's less sugar artificial- if I'm trying to limit sugar in my diet. Ugh, guys... Just, the, I feel like we should end this one. I just want to know why do you, why are you trying to limit sugar in your diet? Because my friend, who's a doctor, said, "Josh, you should stop drinking regular Coke. It's really bad." For do you, you reckon he prescribes oh. no sugar Coke? <laughs> <laughs> just rub this on. Yeah. <laughs> I think both of you should realize that Coke does not exist in the wild. So what you're drinking is always going to be bad. Yeah, let's agree. Yeah, let's sure. agree on that. My dentist told me that. Anything that is carbonated is acidic. So any drink that you drink that's carbonated, including mineral water and soda water, is bad for your teeth. So you're fucked. Hang on. So are you then? Why? You're drinking Coke as well. But I'm not making excuses for it. Josh is like, oh, no, I'm going to go the healthier option. I'm going to have Coke, no sugar. I'm by no means saying it is the healthy. I'm not the kind of... Wait a second. I'm sorry, Josh. Can I just end this again? (laughs) (laughs) Where were you? At Hungry (laughs) Jack. So I was sitting with my dad and I was watching a soccer game um, and it was between Australia and Colombia and he called really quickly in the game that someone was offside and there was this moment because my dad has probably explained to me offside in my life probably 20, 25 times I would imagine and I still don't understand the concept. (laughs) Do you continually ask him to explain it to you? No, but he volunteers it. And I don't think he remembers that I've asked it. Or maybe he does. And maybe he just thinks I'm an absolute idiot. Or, or does he think you've got it by now? He's like, I've explained it enough. He, there's no way he doesn't understand this rule. I would imagine so. I, I'm hoping that there'll be a correlation between my lack of understanding of offside and his memory loss as a result of age. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, for some reason, I can't grasp it. Well, I remember sort of getting explained and working out probably when I was what? Nine or ten or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, about nine years old. I agree with that. Josh. Dion, how old are you? Thirty-two. Dion, could you please explain the offside rule to the <laughs> listeners? Oh god. Um, offside is when the <laughs> is when the kicker of the ball, and I know this is a really important phrase because my dad's used it over and over again, at the point in which the contact is made, yeah. there has to be a player. Between <laughs> There has to be a player between the, I don't know yeah, I, okay, so I don't get really it. close I, I feel like we don't really need to explain no. it 
But uh, but Dion, even if I do explain it, it's not going ma- <laughs> to it's not going to make a difference. You'll forget. No, or- maybe there'll be someone in our audience that finally grasps it because it's been given such a good explanation. Christian. Okay, so you were so you were so close. I know I'm so close. At, I'm at, not at the, right though. At the point, the person who's passing the ball for the attacking team yes. makes contact with the ball. Yes, the person that they're kicking it to, yep, cannot be. The last person closest to the goalkeeper. There needs to be a defender between the that attacker and the goalkeeper. Otherwise, they're offside. I think I finally understand. Really, it. I think I understand it. And you know what we'll do at the end of the show? We're going to get Dion to explain what <laughs> offside is and see if he can recall it. I wanted to ask you guys: Are there concepts that you have had explained to you over and over and over again that you don't understand? And also, I guess it makes me. There are some things in life that make me feel stupid, and I know I went through mm. a point in my life where I thought. Am I an idiot? And it actually got to the point where I had an IQ test to reassure myself. Yeah, that, that, that'll tell you the whole picture about who you are. <laughs> three, two or three digits. Yeah. It, yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I had an IQ test. I, I went with three and I went, give him two. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was this point in my life, I think it was like 15, 16, where I was doubting my intelligence, but... Like when I get lost on the roads or when I try and um, navigate somewhere that I've been to hundreds of times and I get lost, it makes me question my intelligence. What about daylight savings? Do you guys... That's when, when, really simple, mate. When, <laughs> really when, simple. When daylight savings... Yeah. So, so daylight savings when at the point in which the kicker... <laughs> 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 But yeah, daylight savings. I, 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 every, every time it comes around, every year, yeah, I have to think twice about it. Am no, I getting more sleep? About? Am I getting more sleep or less sleep? But you understand, it's all like your phone automatically does it every time now. That, that is that such is, a stupid that, point. That, that's not understanding that's, daylight savings. That's so dumb. It is like the simplest concept. Can to get. you can you just explain that point? Like, so you're saying that because something like, is... I don't or- know if I get an extra hour or another hour. I'm like, your phone just changes and that's what it'll that's be. So oh, imagine, living in, imagine living in Josh's world. Now you've got apps where you can take photos of equations. And in Josh's world, you wouldn't even need to understand them because you've just got apps to do it automatically. No, it's, it's not... Okay, if it goes forward, <laughs> yeah, you've missed that hour. That hour's gone. You know if it goes back and you, you live life again for another hour... No, 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 Dion's trying to understand... I know, and I'm explaining it to him now. That's right. No, you're not. I Dion. am. Okay. I just did it then. No. If you skip ahead, you miss oh, that hour. Josh. That hour's gone. Okay, Josh. If you're going back, you're repeating time, so you have an extra hour. That's a, that's a pretty good explanation, Christian. No, thank you so much. No, no, no. no. You've, just got to have, you've got to have a defender between the goals. <laughs> so we're talking about kind of like different kinds of intelligence and things you don't understand. I still don't fully... I think largely because I haven't done it a lot. I don't fully understand how to reverse a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> like... Because it's oh, all like man. opposite and like, because my dad's really good at that. He's incredible with that spatial awareness on that kind of God. stuff. He once... Dad. He, <laughs> he, no, he once backed in quite comfortably at, you know, Winnebago, one of those big, huge, like yep. almost bus camp what'd you, what'd you win? You won a Thank bagel. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Winnebago with a Winnebago-sized trailer. Wow. And he just maneuvered it around like it was nobody's business. But you realize there was a point in which he wasn't good at that. He learnt that. That's no, out of the behavior. out of the womb, mate. Straight away, <laughs> he reversed out of the womb. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> what frustrates me, and what I also admire about that, is that I feel like a lot of people will say, "Yeah, my dad can do." X, my dad can do Y. Yeah. And I know we've spoken about it before with your dad, Josh, because he's particularly handsy. Yep. 
uh, no, ca- not calm. handsy, handy. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. Very different. Oh, he's very handsy, though. <laughs> this is Carman, isn't it? Yeah, this is Carman. Carman, yeah. okay, yeah, right. Carman. So, Carman is very good with his hands. <laughs> Thank you. Good distinction. But my dad used to be great as well. He, he really? Was great. He was a great tinkerer. And he never, I'd never see him in the shed, never see him downstairs. Oh. But he would just fix things when it broke. And really? he would get under the sink and change the U-bend or the U-pipe or whatever. Whatever that is. See, and we're yeah. going to get to that age and yeah. just be rubbish. No, we just look at a YouTube tutorial. I tried. That's all we I do. tried to fix the washing machine when it broke using a YouTube tutorial. It was in German. Yeah. <laughs> what was? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's never been easier to fix something, and yet I don't think I'm fixing more things than I used to. <laughs> we're breaking more things. Yeah. We're breaking more things and just disposing of them because of this disposable economy. And I don't know how to reverse a trailer. <laughs> One of the other things I don't fully get, which I see on a regular basis every day and I experience it, is how traffic lights work in terms of sensing the vehicles. I think it's like a massive electromagnet underneath the pavement. Do you know what? I read this the other day. Apparently, it's Bluetooth. No. It's Bluetooth. What? I don't know how it works, but it's Bluetooth. And it senses there's something above it. I do not understand how it works, but it's Bluetooth. Wait, Bluetooth between what? I don't know. Maybe the sensors and the traffic light, but how do the sensors pick up the pressure information? Yeah, actually, that's probably what it is. It's probably from the sensor to say, hey, switch the lights, not to determine if there's a car waiting. Do you know what? On the topic of traffic lights, I'm in awe of people who program traffic lights. Oh, like town planners. Yeah, I think think it's amazing. Is that a town planner? I think it's a town planner, (laughs) John. You just said that one. A town planner isn't someone who programs traffic lines. No way. It's involved. Surely it's involved no, in it's that. No, it's not. The traffic <laughs> flow is a huge part of planning a town. I traffic want... flow is, but not traffic lights. But that that is directly related to traffic no, flow. That's like saying the receptionist at a doctor's surgery is the surgeon. <laughs> is it? No. Is it really? No, it's not. <laughs> How can there be more than one town planner per town? <laughs> These are our town platters. <laughs> yeah, good. But all new infrastructure yep. projects like that yep. would absolutely be consulting town planners because you're looking mm-hmm. at traffic flow mm-hmm. and this Very stuff and that stuff. Cleverly iterates his argument. Yeah, consulting town planners. You said that a town planner. You essentially said, and people will, will write in and tell us about this. The town planners. They'll write in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the town planners are essentially people who program traffic lights. And you know what? That that's oh, that is insulting no. the town planning community. See, now, Dion, you're flipping it round, saying <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, the only thing a town planner does is program traffic. Do you not? Do you not think it's they amazing? They sit there with a button. <laughs> <laughs> Go. That's Stop. why there's so many town planners, and that's why there are those boxes next to the traffic yeah. lights because there's a town planner in each of those boxes. <laughs> yeah, the ones up there with his camera phone, <laughs> doing speed camera shots. <laughs> and now it's time for. Oh, Walid of the week. Oh, Walid. Oh, Walid. Oh, Walid Ali. <laughs> Walid Ali is the lead guitarist and principal songwriter for the Melbourne-based rock band Robot Child. Oh, Walid. Oh, Walid. Oh, Walid Ali. Oh, Walid. <laughs> <laughs> So some of you might have heard me previously read reviews that my mum writes of the podcast and my mum actually wrote me an email the other day and it was titled new podcast episode and she's a little bit behind so it related to the 
uh, Patch 24 with Andy Matthews, comedian Andy Matthews. And so she wrote, she started off the email by writing very enjoyable, three exclamation marks. And then she wrote a few thoughts and she enumerated four points. One, two, three, four. The first point, whatever you take to someone's house stays there unless they specifically tell you to take it or anything else from their home. Thank <laughs> or anything you. else. Yeah, like anything you know, else. Just take this, take this plant. <laughs> take this plant with you. So I lo- But I love how matter of fact she was about it. Anyway, the second point, if you ask someone to bring something to a gathering, if it feels comfortable, you can choose to either be specific or accept graciously whatever they bring. Accept graciously. Mate, your mum is, I'm two for two. Yeah, your mom you're two for two. And point three was, just the other day, your dad queried the reason why people put on their cars baby on board signs. We concluded that some people do it when they have their first child and it is a sign of pride or being cute. Yeah. <laughs> As a sign of being cute. Yeah, I just I love how definitive this all is. We should have That's gone great. to my mum. I love how they worked up. it out like this. It's, it's got to be about pride or cuteness, yeah. surely. Yeah. That's it. And the fourth point: road signs, e.g., wildlife warnings. No doubt your friend was relieved when he observed road signs as he was collected by a wallaby whilst riding his motorcycle on a country road. Otherwise, the outcome could have been even worse than what? when it was endured. So, so yeah, what? sorry, is that saying that? He saw a sign that said there's wallabies around and then got hit by a wallaby. I, is I, that what that's saying? I think, it is. I think the first three points are very, very clear. The fourth is a little more unclear. So what happened is your friend is on his motorbike, sees the sign, goes, fuck, wallabies in this area, yeah. slows down, yeah. still gets I reckon the wallabies put the sign up. <laughs> And I like how your mum said he got collected by a wallaby. Yeah, like it's a rhino. Yeah. <laughs> I like that that stretch of road in the morning, there's just like five or six motorbikes without humans. And the ranger kind of comes comes past and goes, oh, the wallaby's got six more. Six more collections. Oh, the sign's back up. Previously on Curry, No Hurry. So it was my Saturday night off, my first Saturday night off for a very long time, and I wanted my curry, no hurry. Order in curry, watch some Netflix. I went for a run, I locked myself out of the house. God damn it! I ran to Dion's place, two k's away. Dion, not home. Needing to go to the toilet, I think, God damn it. I run to Josh's house. Josh, not home. Really need to go to the bathroom. Make it make a conscious decision. I'm going to shit in Josh's front garden. I pull my pants down, spread my cheeks. Welcome back to Curry No Hurry. 9.22 p.m. Oh, God. I'm mere seconds away from making the biggest mistake of my life. I'm standing in Josh's very shallow front porch, hovering bare-bottomed over his front garden. I am perched behind a tree for shelter. There's, there's no... Oh, I don't understand where you were standing. Like, right in the corner be the bins. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's all right. We'll get Christian to act it out and post it on social media. (laughs) The rain is so heavy that I can't tell what is sweat or tears anymore. I take a deep breath and brace. All of a sudden, I'm struck with a thought. Wait, there's a public phone on the tram tracks near Josh's house. Maybe I can shit in that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll reverse dial my mum. She'll immediately drop everything, drive out to North Carlton, save me from this horror. I just need to hold on that tiny bit longer. And so it goes. I pull up my pants, pinch my cheeks, and briskly walk to the public phone. 9.24pm. 
I arrive at the public phone and allow myself a moment to think about how this will be the first time I've ever used a public phone. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> the phone box is empty. I jump inside and look straight for the list of public interest phone numbers that are written on the side of the phone in every public terminal across Australia. I'm looking. I'm looking. What's going on? Where are the numbers? Don't tell me I've made all of this up. Don't all public phones have the reverse dial number written somewhere? Anywhere? I'm running on the spot to distract my mind. What's the reverse dial number? I can't remember. I try taking the phone off the hook and typing in random numbers. Please. I'm tempted to dial for emergency services, but even in my completely broken state, I can recognize that's the wrong move. I need to think fast. I hear the tram approaching and run outside the phone booth and leap into it. In the harsh, cold, fluorescent tram light, I must have looked terrifying. A soggy rat clutching its stomach and pacing on the spot. I didn't care. It's been almost an hour and a half since I'd been home. Surely my housemate was back. 9.45pm Bloody hell (laughs) I jump off the tram and ready myself for what would be my last run for the night The 200 metre sprint from the tram stop to my apartment I enter in the pin code at the front door and fly up the stairs I start banging on the door Each second, another lifetime of waiting No answer I've become used to the rejection of an unanswered door In my state of panic, I attempt to use my fingernails to jimmy the lock. (laughs) Nothing makes sense anymore. (laughs) Now a wise man or woman would say, Christian, don't you have neighbours? Couldn't you have shortcut this entire story by asking for their phone? To which the answer is yes, of course. But the idea of me, a large, dark, a large, a large, dark... A large, dark-featured, hairy Italian man who happened to be dripping wet and wearing an old, faded and torn t-shirt knocking on my neighbour's door after dinner isn't the perfect option one. 9.55pm The one good thing that has come from my decision to knock on my downstairs neighbour's door is the fact that the nerves I'm feeling in anticipation of her answering has almost but entirely quelled my need to go to the bathroom. I hear footsteps. I can feel myself being gazed on through the peephole. I'm trying to exude a (laughs) non-threatening, friendly and not dripping wet stance. While slowly (laughs) shitting myself. (laughs) I'm failing. The door opens ever so slightly. Uh, Yes? The reason I picked my downstairs neighbour is because I have never once seen the neighbour who lives in the apartment opposite me. And therefore, by extension, they've never seen me. No familiar face rule applies here. My other downstairs neighbour is a very loud Indian family who I've never heard speak any English. Communication may have been somewhat difficult. My last and what I thought to be most obvious option was the 30-something white lady who lived in the apartment alone with a ginger cat and owned an iMac. Uh, yes. Her speech was broken with the sound of fear. It was then that I realised that it was 9.55pm and answering the door was a single white lady who lived at home alone with her cat and an iMac, which was clearly visible from the driveway. She must have been terrified that I was going to steal her cat and eat her computer. I decided it was paramount to orient her. The who's, the what's, the why's. Hi, I'm so sorry to interrupt your night. My name's Christian. I live upstairs. I just went out for a run. I took the wrong key and locked myself out. It's absolutely pouring outside. I don't have a phone. Do you mind if I borrow yours? It's just a quick phone call. Uh, hi, yeah. Um, well, yeah, that, that, shouldn't be, that shouldn't be a problem. Listen, I'm, I'm really sorry. Honestly, I know this must seem very strange. No, no, no that, that's all right. That's fine. Now, I did a lot of things wrong this night. 
But I can safely say what followed next was in the top three. As she stood with the door about 20 centimetres ajar and reached into her pocket, a small ginger cat poked its head from around the door. Oh, great cat! (laughs) I exclaimed. My... My impulses got the better of me and I reached my hand out to break the threshold into her apartment to pat the cat on the head. In haste, the lady threw her leg out to block the cat from coming out towards me. But in the process, punted her cat flat against the wall. The cat, somewhat shaken, somewhat stirred, bolted into the communal area where I was standing and ran to find cover beneath the staircase. The lady looked terrified. She knew her only move from here on out was to leave the apartment to grab the cat. But this was a two-pronged mistake in her eyes. She was either exposing her apartment to a wet, hairy Italian man, or worse, she was exposing herself to a wet, hairy Italian man. (laughs) I recognised the situation immediately and recoiled up the stairs whilst profusely apologising. I'm so sorry. I'll just wait up here if you need to grab your cat. Just take your time. I'm really sorry. The lady, with great courage, offered a nervous laugh. That's okay. He always loves going for a bit of a run. I'll, I'll just quickly grab him and then you can borrow my phone. She walked towards the cat's hiding place. I may as well have been in my apartment for how far up the stairs I'd climbed. After a few moments of placation, the lady bends down to grab her ginger cat. Boom. Me, white lady, and ginger cat all turn to face her apartment. The wind has blown the door shut behind her. She looks up at me and speaks. I don't have my keys. Uh, that leads us to the end of Curry No Hurry Part 2. Now, originally, it was going to be a two-parter, as we said in the last patch, but it's a three-parter. So, strap in for patch 27, it'll be. Christian, can you guarantee that there's not going to be a fourth part? No, no guarantees. <laughs> so, I was invited to a pub crawl a couple of weeks ago. And a friend of mine called me the week before the pub crawl and said, hey, what are you doing tonight? Do you want to meet somewhere? And I was like, it's not happening tonight. It's next week. And he was like, oh, really? That's really odd. And I was like, but I'm actually meeting that guy tonight. So if you want to come out, like you can you can come out with us. Fortuitous, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, uh, let me get back to you. I'm going to get back to you about it. Anyway, an hour later. Why? Yeah, that's the thing. An hour later, he messaged me and said, hey... I'm going to have the night off tonight, but I'll see you next week. So I kind of thought, I wonder if it's a product of living in this in this age where we can cancel very, very readily on people. But I kind of thought he didn't really have a choice. He had to come out that night. He was planning on coming and seeing me and that friend out anyway. No, no, I think it's the other way around. So he was doing the thing that he didn't really want to go, but because it was his mate's birthday, he's like, I got to go. I have to go. I don't really want to go out, but I have to go. So then finally that got pulled out. So he's like, well, it's not a birthday thing. I don't need to go. This is great. I didn't want to go anyway. And the thing is, is I'm not having a go at him because I think I would do something similar. Christian, I know that you love, like you do a lot of stuff. You love having a night off and you'd embrace Mm -hmm. having a night off Mm -hmm. to do your own thing, to shit in other people's gardens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but Christian, would you do that same thing, do you think? Or would you feel compelled to go out? To be honest, I would go out. Do you know what I would have done if I was your friend? I would have gone out that night and then not gone next week. Because next week would be the birthday party. And no one wants to be in 30 different conversations at a birthday party. Yeah, and meet but new, th- different, interesting people. No one wants to do no, that, mate. No, they don't, Josh. <laughs> not when they're tired. 
Not when they've worked all day. Do you enjoy doing that, Josh? Going to a party and meeting lots of people? If I'm up for it. If I'm in the mindset. Of course he does. He's a party boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, like for my nights out these days, like it doesn't matter kind of what the occasion is. I just want to come to a point. I'm like, I'd really like to go out on this night. That'd be really fun. Yeah. So if I was in that position, I'd be awesome. This pub call is going to be great. Let's get excited. Yeah. And then if it was next week, go, well, I'm already kind of excited to go out. So let's go out because that was my plan anyway. Asking the wrong person though, because Josh bloody loves a night out. (laughs) Loves a night. Loves loves a late 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 night night out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, so uh, Josh so Sounds you- like you got a bone to pick down <laughs> No this bone has been picked This yeah. has been picked previously So you're saying I'm probably not the best person to ask about this And I tend to kind of agree Because my I have a metric when I'm deciding Whether it's okay <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> I already love it <laughs> Whether it's okay for me to cancel on something So say it's like a, a 21st or a birthday drinks Or a you know I'm back from overseas kind of thing Whatever it is for them, it's all to do for me about the relationship I have with that person and how often I see them. And so in my brain, I reverse it and I go, would I care if that if, if I was them, yep. would I care that I didn't turn up? Yep. And if I hosted a thing, would I care if that person didn't turn up? And if I go, I wouldn't care if they didn't turn up, I go, they won't care if I don't yep. turn up. Yep. But I think I'm wrong because I think I'm a weirdo with that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I, they I, probably do. I feel like there's a surefire way to just... Well, I guess... But you've always said that you curate your friendship mm. list. Yes, I've curated part a very the, good friendship. Part of the <laughs> metrics, isn't it, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> but, but of course, because that means that you're going to end up only going to events by the people that you want in your friendship group. But that also means that you're cutting... You're oh, burning a lot of bridges. No, it's not so much that. It's more that... If I don't really want to go and I don't feel compelled to go, I'm like, I don't really know if I can be bothered. That kind, It's those kind of things. It's not that I would never go to a thing uh, that they host at all. Okay. The 50-50. Like, yeah. It's more like, you know, like you know, you're a bit tired. You go, oh, yeah. I've worked all day. I don't really feel like I'm... If they'd care, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make the effort. So, you, your, your thought is I'll take the emotion out of this. <laughs> yeah. I'll let, I'll let the metric decide. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. what do you do, Christian? You, it's, it's, it's. I'm assuming it's all an emotional decision it, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very emotional. I get into tears. I get into a big <laughs> huff puff, and then I make my decision. Well, how about I just run through a few events, and we find out what your guys' thresholds are. Yep. And how comfortable okay. we are to cancel. Awesome. So just, so we had some birthday drinks. Just at the pub. Hey, it's my birthday drinks. How comfortable are you canceling on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't. I think. So how, how have they? Pretty low for hang me. on, wait a second. How have they invited me? Uh, let's do a, a, just a Facebook group. How many minutes are they from yeah. my location? Really, that's a fact. Well, that's wow. what we're finding. I think out. so. If it's something down the road, I'm just going to go to it and make an appearance. Like nowadays, if you make an appearance, that's that's better than it than anything. But who gives a shit? What do you mean? Who gives a shit? Like yeah. the fact you turned up, I'm like, like I specifically really? say, yeah. In the la- my the la- I've had birthday drinks for a while, but I I literally put in the thing. I was like, if you just come for a pop in, don't bother. It's like <laughs> really? I want to ha- have a massive night. If you want to come and have a big night with me, everyone come along. I, I don't. Josh, that's so weird. Very strange. That's so weird because the pop in means that they can't be fucked going out, but yes, they, they don't actually come out with. No, but they but they want to but they want to show uh, you that they're, they're friends. Yeah, we'll Christian, go for coffee. with Christian, I know what it's going to come down no, to. Christian, no, Dion- it's going to be that you're you want to feel appreciated, <laughs> isn't it, Christian? <laughs> Am I right? I want all the numbers. <laughs> I no, want a no, door cover no, charge see- to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I actually think that Josh in this situation is is that side of our brain that we're not letting uh, speak. Josh is saying if I'm going out. 
I want to have a big night. I want people who are there who are going to have that night with me, yeah. not people who are going to distract me away from my core mission. That's not a distraction. That's yes, so it is. Stupid. A, a pop in sucks. No, a pop in's great. A no, pop in is not. like it's kind of even if you're. What about if you're sick? I don't want people popping in anywhere. <laughs> really? The pop in can go get fucked. Honestly. <laughs> No, no I'm way. Right I'm, behind this. I'm with Josh. I'm with because Josh. Because the pop-in, it's like, it's a lot of the time it's not worth it. Maybe you have a five-second conversation. Like, oh, thanks for coming, mate. Yeah, no, no, and no. then they right. end up, it's like a couple will come together. They end up standing uh, at the bar having a few drinks and then you keep awkwardly looking past them. You might walk past them and be like, hey, I'll uh, just for one minute. I don't, agree. Uh. I, I don't agree with you at all, Christian. I feel like the pop-in is the equivalent to bringing a packet of chips to a party <laughs> in that you feel, you show your appreciation and a pop-in shows your appreciation mm. to that person but shows that you're also not in the mood. And, uh, and apparently, shows get, you're not in the and mood. apparently get to destroy Josh's <laughs> night as well by popping in. No, but it's also like I, I factor that in. If if it is a thing of like I'm just gonna have a birth, a quiet thing, sure, pop in on that. But I'm yeah. like, if the choice is we're gonna go out, we're fucking gonna yeah. go out. See, see how often will you look at the guest list? Um, I'll usually if there's one person going that I really like, that's good enough for me. Yeah, me too. See yeah. that that's just completely swayed my decision. Then again, if there's one person going that I hate, that's good enough for me <laughs> not to turn up. <laughs> How about some going away drinks? Surely that's a lower threshold. Uh, yeah. No, it's not. What do you mean lower threshold? Like you're more comfortable to cancel some going away drinks. No, but you're not going to see them in ages. That's it. What about if they're, they're returning back for two weeks or something? Like they've been away Ooh. or they've just come back from... Uh, I guess, yeah. It's normally if you've lived overseas and you've gone, hey, I'm back. You seem to have a lot of friends that come back to Australia and then leave again. I don't think I've had friends like... Oh, no, that's not I also true. Have, <laughs> Me. I also have just created a bunch of hypotheticals here, Dion. So... <laughs> This is not a definitive lift of things I've had happen to me the last 12 months, okay? Can I interject? Josh, have you ever cancelled on a wedding? Uh, no, but I, I think once you RSVP for a wedding, you're locked in. You have to go to that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No you can't pl- I, I have no issue with not going to a wedding, like if it's for whatever, but I can't imagine being invited to a wedding that I wouldn't want to go to. Well, Christian has to go to it because he's already bought the $400 gift, so he has to go to it anyway. <laughs> he can't cancel. Um, for me, when I'm going to a wedding, uh, how good the food is is a consideration really? of whether I go and whether serious? I accept. How yeah. did you know? How uh, do you know how good the food's going to be? What about if it's your partner has been invited and you're like the tag along? Yeah, so I recently opted not to go to a wedding and really? re- and regretted it because apparently it was great and I should have just gone because I was like, I don't really know anyone. It's not, I don't know those friends of who, yours. Who, who has a bad time at a wedding, to be honest? Who has gone to one and gone, I was hell, I hated every minute of that? Uh, I imagine there's lots of people who have yeah. had bad really? times at weddings. Don't yeah. go then. <laughs> yeah, but that's so, my point. So that's si- exactly my point. How, Josh? You're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, it's very simple in my so, brain. So you always have a good time at a wedding. Uh, I've only been to like three. <laughs> really? Yeah, not many of my friends have got married, oh. or maybe a lot of them have, but I've just what been invited. See, oh. I think that's the true sign of friendship. If you get invited to a wedding, I recently no, have it's been- not. Yes, it is. Oh, you haven't been to ethnic weddings. Then they're making up the numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's The more true. numbers, the more impressive you are. I recently have been asked to be a groomsman at a wedding, and I'm like, my my, I can die happy yeah. now. Yep. That is, really? that is the, yep. yep. I agree. Yep. You're Two in of them. a circle. Yep. Two, Two of them within a year of each other. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I'm really happy for you. I'm genuinely happy. That is something that I aspire to be, a groomsman. Yeah, I'm very beautiful. confused by this. No, I, this no, no. Gosh. I can understand Christian's perspective. It's because yeah. he wants to be appreciated. That's right. <laughs> I, I, my sister asked me to be the MC at their wedding. It's one of the best days of my life. Yeah, that... that Josh, do you want to take issue with that? That's a little bit different though, isn't it? Yeah. Why? But related. Oh, yeah, it's your sister. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> 
I with the weddings though, <laughs> I do the same thing I was saying before where I reverse it. So if I don't get invited to a wedding, I go, would I invite that person to my wedding? Yes. I had a wedding. Good one. Probably not. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. But you're not ethnic. I think the biggest thing is if it's got an RSVP, I think you're 100% locked in. I don't know many people who would cancel on something that they've RSVP'd to. An RSVP on Facebook or Actually, yeah. by letter? Because yeah. people can just change it really easily. You should be shamed when you change your RSVP. You I can't remember the last time I responded to a Facebook invite. That's hell. That's hell. I, I hate you. I host parties and I yeah. use Facebook to gauge numbers and who's coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But surely you have metrics that tell you that, that a certain number of people don't respond as well. We well, well, yeah, do, don't no, you? I, well, no, I do. I understand where it sort of floats. I'm like, it'll probably be around this many people. Uh, using your house parties, I will message you personally and I will not respond on Facebook. Okay. That's fine. Thank I, I don't you. know why you choose to do something more difficult and more complex, but not sure. difficult. Up to you. Not, not, not more difficult because you know what I tend to do in the same message? Go, Josh, how can I help at the party? What oh, would you like yeah. me to bring? Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> The thing, what, what I find really interesting though, which I kind of dislike, is the apology message for not turning up. I'm like, I don't really like it because I've had an hour party and it's really, really funny because I like, had an awesome night at one of our house parties and I had uh, you know three or four different friends message me the next day. I'm like, oh, so sorry I didn't make it. And I was expecting them to come. I didn't realize that they hadn't turned up until the next day yeah. when they messaged me. I was like, oh, I didn't miss them at all. What I about, completely didn't miss what them. What about an apology leading up to the party? Yeah, As I opposed to the next day. I, I That's nice, next... isn't it? Because they're thinking about you. They're like, sorry, I can't make it. I have had you in my thoughts. God bless. They are. <laughs> <laughs> they are, but it's like, I don't... Is it different? Yeah, I don't know. I guess for something like a house party, I'm not that bothered that you didn't turn up because the best piece of advice about this I ever got was from my friend Georgia. It's relating to rehearsals and stuff, but it applies to this as well. Instead of saying I didn't have time or I couldn't make it, it's like, it wasn't a priority. Yeah. That's it. You've prioritized... Going to something else other than my thing, which is fine. Do you, you subscribe just, to that, lower. Christian? Is that what the message should should say? Is that what you're no, saying? no? But I'm saying that's how I rationalize in my head, and it's like I don't no. worry, I don't care. Wouldn't that be great oh, yeah, on Facebook that... if you change for attending to not attending? If it says you've chosen to deprioritize <laughs> yeah. this event, yeah, not a priority. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like I said before, with Josh being the person who's speaking what we all want to say, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, you choose not to go to an event because it's not a priority. And sometimes the priority is sitting on your ass, yeah. eating Indian, watching Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Do you know what's really good? When you manage to find a carton of milk with a very long expiry date. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good. You know what's really good? <laughs> when someone asks, have you lost weight? But all you've done is shave your beard. Really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? When people are impressed by your use of PayWave on your phone. <laughs> really, really, really good. good. Really good. Really good. <laughs> And we love hearing your really good, so please keep on sending them in and keep on commenting on our really good Fridays. Do you know what Daniel Oyston thinks is really good? Zooper dupers. Really good. Really good. Really good. And you know what Mark Conti thinks is really good? 
When you're listening to Welcome to Patchwork and you hear a really good that's been submitted by someone you know. <laughs> really, good. Really, good. Really, good. really good. It's really good if it's yours. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so meta. <laughs> and you know what Andrew Totino thinks is really good? Cleaning in between your toes after a long day at the beach. Oh, really, 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 really good. You know what? Thank you for listening to Velkens Patchwork this week. Uh, we encourage you to sign up to Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Maybe and then, not Facebook. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then search for Welcome to Patchwork on each of those. We post some things on there that we think you'll enjoy. Uh, if you'd like to support our podcast, please go to patreon.com forward slash Welcome to Patchwork. We have some wonderful Patreon subscribers on there already. And also, don't forget to rate... And review our podcast on iTunes. It's so easily lost that message, but if you could just log in to your podcast app and rate us, we would really, really appreciate it. Josh, what did you sew into your patch this week? Uh, my patch this week was Christian and Dion popping into a wedding between two town planners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian, what patch did you sew this week? Josh, I sewed into my patch. Dion, walking down the street and finding that his headphones have paired with the traffic lights. <laughs> <laughs> and Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? I sewed into my patch town planner Walid Ali explaining to his local council how the offside rule works. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 The other thing I don't... <laughs> One of the other things I don't really get is something that I see. Amazing guy, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really good. Oh, yeah, slow down. One of the other things I don't get. But it's... Go.